Welcome to Small Business Marketing, Then, and Now. A conversation with small business owners on how they marketed the launch of their business, the evolution since then and how they have pivoted during this COVID-19 period. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. More leads, more sales, and more revenue for your small or medium-sized business. Click findnewrevenue.com to learn more. Now here's your host, Howard Walpoff. Welcome back to Small Business Marketing Then and Now. I'm Howard Walpoff, your host. Again, this is brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. And today we're talking about pain and how pain can really affect your day, your life, your activities, neck pain in particular, where you're having problems turning and moving. And that could mean a lot of things. It could mean having a problem looking right next to you to address another issue while you're working. It could be a problem trying to pick up your children or grandchildren, trying to play sports if, uh, if that's part of your routine. And it really can be extremely uncomfortable. It sometimes even doesn't let you sleep. And that's all part of life and the process that you need to function and obviously do well and be successful in business. So my guest today, my uh, small business owner that we are talking to today, her name is Ani Papazian. She's from Last Stop for Pain, Los Angeles area. And uh, Ani, welcome to our conversation today. Thank you, Howard. Happy to be here. Well, I'm glad to have you here. And I understand because sometimes my neck hurts. Sometimes I'm stiff. I get out of bed. I'm not uh, feeling great. Sometimes I've done something and it really is stiff. And I think, how am I going to get through the day? I'm sure you speak to a lot of people at varying levels of pain. And why pain? Why is Why has pain and pain recovery and ease of pain been what your life journey is right now? Well, I, in a former life or early, early days, I was an athlete. I played professional for, um, I was born and raised in Armenia, grew up in so- former Soviet Union, and I played volleyball for Armenian national team. So I know pain, you know, when you're getting ready for Soviet Union championships or you're training three, four, five hours a day, there is sometimes pain involved. So either getting myself out of pain or teammates or seeing how our coaches were helping us get out of pain. It's been very interesting to me. And then when I went to college to get my bachelor's in kinesiology, you know, it's all about learning how your body functions. So in, from earlier on, I've been very interested in how pain happens and what you can do to get out of pain for good, not pain management. I don't like pain management. You don't manage pain. You either get out of it or you don't. So it's been my passion. And and it's, it's a very good passion to have because it's an issue that people have all the time. And I think we could have a conversation just on your sports career in itself, but uh, it's, I think you learn a lot in sports about, different pain and how pain is created in the body and trying to figure out how to remove the pain from you because that impinges your movements in the sport that you're doing and keeps you from being at your best at all times. Agree. Agree. So when did you open your business here? I finished when I moved to United States, I was right after college. So I actually was able to reinstate my diploma here 
And then I wanted to continue my education, get my master's in either physical, become a physical therapist or a chiropractor. And everything was very exciting. I was on my way to start the school until when I went to CISAN for orientation because they have amazing physical therapy program. And they said, okay, your diploma, everything looks good because I reinstated, got my bachelor's in kinesiology in the United States. And they said, just go to orientation and decide when you want to start. I go to orientation. Everything is great until the professor says, and we get six new cadavers every year. I said, yeah, that's never going to happen. Cadaver dissection. So the getting my master's, it was out the window. Since I started uh, studied medical massage in college back home, I decided to become, continue my passion for massage therapy and become massage therapist. I finished, I opened up my clinic in 1995. Actually, I didn't open my clinic. I started working in 1995 for a chiropractor at $8 an hour. And I thought I was making big bucks. So that's when I started. Okay. And, and, and at that time, $8 an hour was not terrible. It actually was, it was, it was fairly good minimum, hourly wage. Minimum wage was 425 yeah. or 450 because before that, as I was going to school to learn English, because English was not one of my languages that I studied back home. And same time I was going to massage school. Um, I was working in a, in a deli, Tarzan Armenian deli, which years later, I opened my own clinic across the street from them. I was making 450 an hour. So $8 was pretty good. A big step up, which is, and you're doing something <laughs> that you were enjoying doing and getting yes. you on your, on your path. So how long did you stay at the, with, with, that, uh, with that location that you're working at? Well, I was uh, worked for a chiropractor for a while. And then I moved to another chiropractor where I was, I think, making like $15 an hour. And then that's when I started getting... Um, private clients. My very first private client was $23 an hour. And I was ecstatic. I was making $23 an hour. And actually, and she stayed as a client, private client for 13 years. Wow. And actually, I told her story. I don't know if it's still around. I have to look it up. There was a, some kind of marketing book for guerrilla marketing. Guerilla marketing. Guerrilla marketing. I'm in that book. Oh. They, interviewed me. They said, what was your very first client? And she was my very first private client that stayed with me for 13 years. She started with $23 an hour. And in 13 years, I never raised her rate. She voluntarily would raise her rate $5 every year. So in 13 years, we came, I think it was like she was paying like $60 or $65 by that time, I was already charging over $100 an hour, but I just never raised her rate. She was in her 80s, loved her. So yeah, I ended up on that Gorilla Marketing book. Very nice. <laughs> like a good start to, to, uh, to any type of marketing is, is Gorilla Marketing. So it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's good that people ongoing who read that book will get to see a little bit of your story. So, yeah. so you're doing these private clients. So tell me the difference for you on the experience of working with a private client as opposed to working in the uh, different offices that you were employed and how were you getting your private clients? 
You know, honestly, in my 26 plus years, I have never, I don't think I've ever done marketing. So they were just word of mouth, the clients, because at the time I used to do house calls. So the clients that they would see me at the chiropractic office, they would ask, do you do house calls? And since I already had a report with them, I trusted them. I would say, and it was okay with the chiropractors. I would just take them as a private client and then just word of mouth. That's how I started building my out, out call business. And then eventually I decided to rent a space of my own, just rent a room from a doctor's office and just seeing clients there and partially do house clients. And slowly that's how I just went on on my own. And um, I was on my own for 20 years. Yeah. Well, it's good that the rapport you had with the uh, chiropractors that they're open to that. A lot of times that's the, those people will not allow for that to happen because it's business is coming into their doors and, uh, and they're expecting that revenue. Oh yeah. I, I had great report. Actually, I'm still friends with that uh, one chiropractor. I still refer him clients. He still refers clients to me. So we have a great working relationship and it's not as we don't see it as a competition. Our services, they work well together. They complement each other. And that's a very good point. A lot of times businesses will find success when you partner with someone who has the same client's avatar makeup as, as you, but you provide different services that assist them so that you keep passing referrals back and forth to each other, whether it's just a called a, a friendly relationship that's going back and forth or a contractual where each of you are paying the other a fee every time they, they provide you with the referral. Yeah, no, no fee, just a friendly, you know, uh, I think the client will benefit better from their service at this point. Then, you know, the whole thing is about getting the client better as fast as possible. So whoever service is going to achieve that fastest, that's the whole thing is about, it's not about, oh, I'm going to make a couple of bucks here, but in a long-term thinking is when I get this client better, faster, they're going to send me more people. Exactly. And that's a lot of businesses are built the way that yours was and, and how it started. It's, it's those referrals. It's that word of mouth. And that a lot of that has to do with customer service. You're not going to get, you might fix their pain, but you, you might be a pain to them in a, in a different way and they're not going to really refer you out to anyone. But if you have a nice relationship with people and you really, they, they, they trust you, they, they know that you are someone that, that has helped their pain or removed their pain, they're going to be very open to sharing your information with, with everyone. Become a, it's the concept of a customer evangelist, someone who's going to go out and just sing your praises to anyone, everyone even if they're not asked, oh, do you know someone because I have neck pain? They're just going to say, I, I noticed you're having an issue. I have a person that can help you. She's unbelievable. And, uh, and that leads to a lot of success for people. Agree. And uh, I even have some of my clients, they have their regular massage therapist that they get full body massages. But when they're in pain, they come and see me very short period of time or some massage therapist will send their clients to me because of my specialty. And then there is no thinking of, oh, once they come see you, they're gonna, you're gonna steal their clients because 
it just doesn't work that way. Well, it's good to have that type of rapport. It makes everyone a lot happier uh, to, to really pass those, those names of people around. Now, the, the things you are doing now, how will you describe how you are helping your clients today? So um, it started, you know, I decided in December of 2019 to close my clinic because I wanted to start, you know, after being 20 plus years in business, I'm like, okay, I love doing what I do, but I want more. I want to be able to travel one or two months out of the year. Um, I love traveling and still be able to make money and not think about what's going to happen. So I closed my clinic. I decided to just rent a room from a fellow chiropractor's office just three days a week because I still can't see my clients, but I wanted to create an online course. That way I can reach more people and help more people. And I want to go towards more education, teaching, hopefully soon start passing on um, my expertise to new starting massage therapists. So that's how I started. But, you know, locally people know me, they refer me online. I had no idea there's so much noise and you don't know who to trust, who's the actual expert, or they're just good at marketing themselves. So it's the last two, three years, it's been a major learning curve for me to get on the social media. And I'm still learning, you know, to do live events and posting different things, social media, and just getting people's, you know, trust and create kind of a community that follows you and trusts you. So it's a process. It is a process, and but it's good that you're open to change and making uh, a real redirect in your business and uh, to find what really make what makes you happy in the process. Obviously, helping people and removing their pain is part of it, but it's also how you enjoy spending your day to day. And obviously, there's a lot of message and teaching that you have inside of you that you want to share and there are lots of different strategies to do that, a lot of different ways to uh, get your message out. But yeah, it's very different than, as you, as you said, the, uh, the relationships you've created locally in Los Angeles and the people you know and the people know you, that's great. That, that's your circle there. But obviously the circle gets much larger when you, uh, or the, the, the playing field gets much larger when you are in uh, an online space trying to compete against someone in, Texas and someone in Florida and someone in New York who are doing similar things. And it's, it's about that growth and finding the right way to make you stand as an expert in the, in the marketplace. Agree. Agree. Definitely. And my thing is, you know, yes, uh, when you come to my office, definitely the service you get is very different, but I'm all about teaching you, empowering people to learn self-help techniques because there's so many amazing self-help techniques that let's say you mentioned when, when you wake up in the morning and maybe you slept funny, you have that little creak in your neck and you know the self-help technique to get rid of that pain. Why not? That's not gonna stop you from going to see your practitioner. But for that moment, imagine you do the technique, you feel better, your whole day, you're not gonna be in pain, it's not going to affect your family life. It's not going to affect your mood, 
how you react with your kids because you know when you're in pain you just have no control over it unless you're gonna pop up you know painkillers but just the other day I get a, this amazing email from a client who she's like I'm so proud of myself because my son woke me up here she has a 14 year old son woke me up middle of the night because his neck was hurting and I remembered the technique you taught me and I did it and it worked so imagine that was like the best testimonial, you know? So if I can teach people some preventative self-help techniques that they can use as a maintenance tools or preventative tools, it's going to make such a huge difference. I love it. That's what I love. That's, that's a huge passion of mine. Yeah. Those aha moments, those when you when you can really see the, the, effects you've made on others and that they're translating it into other people as well. That like that, that, that's mother's story is, is phenomenal. And, uh, and, and utilizing that as part of your sales and marketing is, is, uh, is definitely a tool to use to show how successful you are and, and how you're not teaching magic. You're not teaching, uh, it, this is about removing pain entirely and, and getting people to move on with whether it's their morning or their, or their day. Exactly. Exactly. And it's very gratifying. I uh, know. I love it. So talk me through some of the courses that you're trying to build or, or have or already started to build. How, how is it that you want to educate people moving forward? So currently I do have one. I launched one course. It's called um, Neck Pain Relief at Your Fingertips. It's um, I teach. It's a self-paced course online and I teach about 12 specific techniques for neck pain relief, mainly it has to do for jaw clenching and grinding because I've seen in my office, most people come see me for neck pain. Over 80% of them is due to jaw clenching and grinding or tight tongue, the way they breathe, the way they placement their tongue. So um, I teach those specific techniques. A lot of times they don't even know they're doing it. So once I do the release in my office, then they realize like, oh my God, my neck got better. I didn't even know. So I'm teaching those techniques as much as I can be self-help techniques for neck pain relief. So that's the course I have right now out there. Um, I'm actually in a process of submitting it to, it's called NCTBM, to be continuing education for massage therapists. And I'm hoping it will go through to be approved. So then I can market to massage therapists. And then I'm going to look into if I can get it accredited for maybe nurses or other practitioners, because they can learn these techniques and teach to their clientele. So um, that's right now, that's what I have going on. And my focus is on marketing that course. And that's a great strategy. You already, you, you niche down to different audiences that have uh, patients that they're dealing with and, and can really address it and, uh, and really help themselves grow in the process. And the, the, the point you make about the grinding and the, and the, uh, the jaw clenching, uh, I would never have thought that that has anything to do with the back or side of your neck. But that, as you're saying it, as I'm moving my jaw around and move my neck at the same time, I can, I can now see that there really is a, is a correlation with it. Yeah, people get a lot of aha moments when uh, someone sends them to my office and they, they, they said, you're going to do something in my mouth with my tongue and stuff. And I don't know how that affects my neck. 
And I'm like, it's fun. Just be open to it and just go with the flow. Just don't bite my fingers. And afterwards, they're like, oh, my God, this is like amazing. I didn't realize how you know tight my jaw was because afterwards they feel the lightness on their face. And, and I have one of the, my clients, she just, um, she's a singer from England. I think she was in uh, Lion King over there. Wow. Production. Yeah. She was just got on, uh, currently she's in Alaska tour. Um, she's one of the performers just started from Vancouver. And when she came to me just before her going on a tour on a cruise, and I worked on her and I am going to put her text as a testimonial actually on my website or on my course. She's like, Ani, I hit the highest notes without any effort after you worked on me, because I've heard from other clients that it, it just opens up your voice box. It really opens up and loosens your throat. So that was a great, you know, it's amazing when I get, you know, those little pearls of like, yay. Absolutely. And, and it, the jaw really is, it's, it's muscle. There's a, there's a lot of muscles in here that you're not like, if you're, if you're going to run, you're going to stretch out your legs and you're going to stretch them out afterwards after you run when you're, I guess getting ready to start your day and you're in sales, you're gonna be on the phone all day. Not many people are doing jaw exercises or any other, other strategies to loosen up their jaw. And it just tightens over the course of the, of the day. And obviously with the singer, I've seen singers do different types of techniques to stretch their mouth before they sing, but not all of them have the, obviously the techniques that you do that really, it, it breaks down to even deeper into their vocal cords. Yeah, it can be because she does teach um, singers different mouth techniques. And after her session, we actually went through some of the exercises See, she teaches to her clients. And then I taught her some of the exercise she can add on to her techniques. So it would work better. Well, it's obvious that you have very strong teaching skills and uh, that the, the things you do teach translate very well into uh, happiness and, uh, and, and pain-free moments for your clients and even more than moments like the removal for your clients. So what would you say is the best way for people to get in contact with you, whether they a have pains that they can't get rid of. And obviously you could be the person to solve or really are these people who need the right teacher to guide them in, uh, in, in learning better techniques for, for them and their clients. Well, they can always go to my website, lastupforpain.com, and four is a numeric four. Um, you know, people that are not local, a lot of times um, I would get on a Zoom with them, and it's not about just walking them through the techniques, but, you know, giving them suggestions of, okay, you can do this or find this practitioner. It's, or when you go to your doctor, okay, ask this, this, this questions. Okay, to get because a lot of times, as you know, when you go to doctors, they're seeing 50 patients a day, they don't have the time to spend the time with you. So you can ask all your questions. But if you don't know the right questions to ask, they're not going to you're not going to get the answer you need. So just giving them consultations, suggestions, recommendations, um, even doing zoom sessions, I do sometimes zoom sessions, some of my clients, they have college kids that are away from home. Even I've done over the phone video call sessions 
when like last minute their kid woke up and they were on vacation and they were driving home, the kid woke up with a tight neck. Mom called me like, can you, is there any technique you can walk my daughter through? I'm like, okay, let's do a video call. Walked her through a couple of techniques. And those are the techniques that are in my um, online course. Um, any questions, I'll be happy to answer. If I can help anyway, great. If I can't, I maybe refer them to the right person that will help them. Well, it's really, you have a lot of knowledge, a lot of great um, experience in teaching and, and helping. So it is uh, great to have this conversation with you. And uh, I'm excited to see all the next steps that you take in the future. Thank you, Howard. I'm so happy to be here. Um, I really appreciate your time and I'm hoping, you know, your listeners get some useful material from here. And um, I'm here if they want to help in any way I can. Well, thank you again. And thank you all for joining us. I think a lot of people go through life with pain and they said that there's nothing they can do about it and they go through it and they make adjustments, but they are losing out on a lot because of it. Whether it is they can't, they've stopped playing the sports that they love to do or have issues picking up their, their children or grandchildren or even doing certain tasks during the day that they normally would. There's answers. There are people that can solve them. Ani is one of the people that can absolutely solve neck pain and other pain. And, and, uh, and it, it's, it's great to have someone who just really listens and, and uh, can address what you share with them. So uh, find out more information about her on her website. Really do check that out and go out, have a great rest of today, and we'll see you next time. This has been Small Business Marketing, then and now. Brought to you by Profit Master Business Solutions. Marketing strategy for the small business owner. To learn more, click findnewrevenue.com.